You're listening to Band Geek with Richie Castellano on the Riotcast Network. You yeah, you know what? Here, grab some headphones and you can listen on through your phone. <laughs> on a delay. Yeah. On a de- yes, and you she'll be laughing at jokes we made like 45 seconds ago. No, <laughs> Brandy's like, I'm out of the clock right now. You ain't funny. <laughs> okay, we got some people on right now. We have R- Rocky Johnson, we have Alex Arango, uh, Joel Canonico, and Kalextasy. Kalextasy? If I'm butchering your names, sorry. Oh, and there's a reverb return. Right now we sound like Don Imus. So if you turn that reverb um, off, you see verb return? Yes. Yeah. yeah, turn it on. You know, well, t- turn it on first so people can hear what it's doing. Hello. Yes, and now turn it off so we, and that only comes on when we're like singing. Oh, you don't want to talk with me? <laughs> I don't mind. It, it sounds like an, an old, was Muff, an old time radio show. Um, is it eight o'clock yet? No, we're going to wait one more minute. My, my computer screen says 7.59. Oh, now it's eight. Okay. Welcome to Band Geek. <laughs> I'm Richie Castellano and joining me today is Andy Escalise. Hey! This is our third Q&A episode. Uh, we've done one with me and Jarrett Muff-Pressman. We did one with me and Anne-Marie, and today we're doing me and Andy together. Um, so begin. All the questions you must have for us. Oh, hi, Sue Escalise. Q&A. Hey, Andy, your mom's here. I know. <laughs> I told her not to troll us. She just found out what trolling is. And she loves trolling. Oh, everybody, let us know if this sounds good. Uh, I think it sounds okay. It should sound good. Um, arrange my windows better. Excuse me. Here we go. So first, uh, oh, hello, Michelle K. Williams. This is a fun live event. Really, I had nothing planned this week. That's why we're doing this. And I had no, I had no good ideas. Um, but I'm going to start off with a question we got in advance from my advance in advance. Yeah, from my friend Mike Levey. Uh, who is a wonderful bass player, singer, and he has a band called the Bandulos, uh, which, which you should check out. I'm sure they're on YouTube. And uh, the question is about sitting in the studio. Uh, is it important to pick a chair that you can play guitar in? Now, actually, I'm not sitting in my studio chair. Andy is, because Andy's mixing today. Yeah, Andy, model that. Oh, look at Andy's legs, everybody. 
We've positioned the camera just so you can't see them, but now I'm, I'm going to point, point them out. You might not be able to see them because the contrast might be too, you know, too high and they might be disappearing. But um, there's Andy's legs. Andy is, if you could see, Andy is sitting in, in an in armless a, chair. In a 1998. <laughs> uh, what this is, uh, I just bought a regular office chair from office max and i took the arms off i because that's a, a good point mike i can't play it's comfortable to have the arms there when i'm mixing but i really can't uh, play guitar in them so i take all the arms off my chairs so there are no arms in my studio allowed You're armless look see what i did i see what you did okay anyway um so yeah and i also have a chair that goes up kind of high like i bought this chair and it it's not for guitar playing actually it's because I had a really bad flood down here, and uh, it wrecked my studio desk, and it corroded all the wheels on it. So instead of getting a new one, what I did was I put my whole studio desk on dollies, which raised the whole thing about four inches, and then I couldn't see anything anymore. I was like the little kid at the table. So I got a nice chair that goes nice and high. So that's why I got that. Now, I, now that I'm looking at that, th this looks a little dangerous here. Why? Like, like, look, this is like falling down because the, the weight over here. Yeah, it's horrible. Listen, the band geeks have been helping us, no, I'm just saying. you know, <laughs> upgrade the studio piece by piece. I'm saying you might want to take a look at that. Oh, and um, in here, this part of the screen right here, there it is. Um, there's an eye, and if you want to show us some love, you can click on that eye. Boop. And what that'll do is it'll bring you to two options you can give us a tip through youtube or you can give us a tip the old way through the twitch alerts which basically takes you right to a paypal page which is kind of easier so it's whatever you guys want to do um oh we have some more people on here we have rob Smythe and one two three wesson hello from texas no Anne marie tonight no Anne marie's going to see a concert i uh, some sort of i think it's like a david bowie thing maybe um, that's where she's going tonight, so that's why Andy and I are here. Brandy's here in the background, so if you hear someone uh, laughing loudly, <laughs> it's Brandy. Um, we're set up to play. We haven't discussed anything to do. Nope. Uh, we're just going to hang out with you guys and talk and maybe take requests and answer questions. So if anybody has a question, jump right in. Uh, okay, go. Go. Let's play something. What do you want to play? play oh, play. Miami in the house. Who's Miami? Oh, Christian Klatsky. All right. She said, uh, one, two, three, Wesson says, hi, Brandy. Here, lay down a little groove, Andy. Let's just, uh, Andy's playing. Oh, now, now you can put that reverb back on because it's going to sound cool. Oh yeah. Music. Now we have some <laughs> questions. 
All right. Um, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Okay. Here we go. Oh, we have got a donation. Thank you. For, got a donation. Thank you very much to Christian Klatsky uh, for the $10. We appreciate it very much. I will buy a new studio desk now because Andy's complaining about it. You know, every purchase I've ever made in the studio is as a result of Andy complaining. So true or not true? Not entirely true. Mostly true. Okay. I'm just saying I'm worried for your equipment. It's falling apart here. Look. Look. Look at that. Well, I'm just... Okay, never mind. Anyway, we have some questions. Let's answer some questions. <laughs> Sue Ascalise asks, My question is, what are some of the life experiences that motivated you to write a song or two? Um, Andy, I'll, why don't you answer first? Uh... Okay, I'll field this one. <laughs> the... <clears throat> Uh, when I, before I went to college, I wrote basically stuff that would happen. So if you listen, if not a lot of people have heard it cause I don't make it available anymore, <laughs> but my first CD that I made when I was 17 was about, you know, 17 year old can't get a girl high school problems. So that motivated a lot of that stuff. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, maybe we can play one of those songs. We I, could. I, I, I could probably remember those. Yes, because there was only Shaker on that album. And it... <laughs> oh, that was the title track. You're acoustic. Oh, I wrote, a, I wrote an album right? when I was 17 called Alone in My Basement. Um, that I don't know if people have it. Does anybody here have that album? Let me know if you have that album. Um, you probably don't. <laughs> you probably don't. And um, that was about high school stuff. It was like a concept album about high school-related things. Um, and peer pressure and that... That definitely um, inspired a lot of stuff. And then, you know, like other people, you have a breakup. That inspires things. Um, but then when I went to college, I um, took a lot of composition classes and songwriting classes, as weird as that might sound. And what they stressed is that if you, you want to do this professionally and you want to be a professional writer and someone says to you, we need to have a song done immediately, you can't wait to be inspired. So you have right. to sort of you have to sort of be able to craft a song out of nothing. And that's now I'm not saying that's a good technique and that might not work for you. Some people, if they're not inspired, they can't write. But um I think paying the bills is a wonderful inspiration. <laughs> and if you have to get an if you have an assignment and someone says, We need a song like this and I do get assignments like that. I mean, I don't have any as you know my songwriting took a kind of a weird turn. Like everybody else, I wanted to be on the radio, but I ended up doing weird like corporate and private stuff with, mm -hmm. with, with my songwriting. And I'm kind of fine with it because it's, they're fast and they pay. And it's like, you know, you know, bing, bam, boom, done. A lot of parody stuff. And I find I'm pretty good at that just from a life of listening to Weird Al. <laughs> um <laughs> But you know, occasionally you get the not the serious stuff where you have to write, you know, a piece of music for a commercial or whatever. And and for that, the inspiration is just go. Uh, something I've been doing recently because um, what a lot of people do is you'll you'll write a song and then you'll go, no, that's crap, and you throw it out. Uh, what I do now is the first idea I have, I have to finish it all the way through, as evidenced by last week's pod, the last <laughs> podcast where we recorded that stupid song as that stupid band. Um, if you if you heard last week's podcast, we did the song. You want to see it through? Yeah, we saw it through. We had a dumb idea, and we were ready to dismiss it. And I said, "No, don't dismiss the stupid idea. Commit to it fully." So that's what I've been doing. Because sometimes you might play a riff, and you say, "Ah, that's no good." But you know what? Maybe it is good, and you have to just you know kind of finish it through. Or um, something I saw in a Paul McCartney interview once. He said, 
if you're like really stuck on something, like put it away and come back to it and work on something else. So two different ways of looking at it. But I think that life experiences, you know, definitely inspire your songwriting. But um, also I had a college teacher tell me. Storytelling. Yeah, storytelling. Fiction. I had a college teacher tell me, your life is not that interesting and nobody wants to really hear about it. <laughs> so so you should be able to take maybe something that happened in your life and make it more interesting or more dramatic or more funny or whatever. And the other inspiration I have is, you know, hitting deadlines and assignments. So I, that was a really good question, actually. Yeah. Thank you very much, Sue. Okay, we have some more good questions here. Uh, Agagnon, Agagnon says... Brandy, you are a fine girl. What a good wife you would be. Um, one, two, three, Weston says, can I still play the soul to Van Halen? I'm the one. Shit, man. You never knew you wanted the bongo version until you heard us. I know the words on the recording. Uh, yeah, so that's a no. Uh, I do not remember. I do not remember the um, the solo to "I'm the One." Uh, given a little uh, a heads up, maybe I could learn it. So that answers that question. <laughs> Thank you for that question. Uh, can okay. you still play? So obviously, still. I can. Is the, I can. Is the word. I cannot still play the solo to. <laughs> you can play it, but not still. Yes, I can. <laughs> I need about an hour. Give me an hour, and I'll relearn it, and then I'll I can play it. Um... <laughs> all right, Richie's gonna go away for an hour. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, all right. Andy, Andy, take over, and uh, it will be, <laughs> and I'll be right back. Okay. Um... <laughs> oh, oh, great, great Jared's on. Now, now we just answer the questions we want to answer, right? <laughs> oh, Michelle K. Williams says she has a load in my basement. <laughs> Sue Escalise says, how many copies do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Your mom is actually trolling us tonight. <laughs> she is. She's actually, this is actually happening. Holy, okay, anyway. Now we just answer the questions we want, right? We don't have to answer all of them. That's a good, that's a good point, Andy. <laughs> but let, this is a good one. Uh, racked. Is that supposed to like Ratchet Dan or Rack Dan? How do you guys warm up before a gig, vocally and instrumentally? Um, vocally, mm. I, I'll like sing a little bit of a song. Um, it's usually a Squeeze song or a Stevie Wonder song just to like, you know, I, I don't do, I probably should do like a, uh, and I, um, I probably should do that, but I don't. Um, I just basically sing a song just to get the crap out of my throat and go on. Um <clears throat> I'm learning on the guitar. I'm learning that instead of doing like too much, you can sort of like leave it in the locker room. So I'll do like a very slow uh, sequence. And here's my favorite sequence. It's a B minor. Uh, I switch between like B minor, B harmonic minor. Um, Why B? 
Um, because the one big lead I get yeah, with Blue Oyster Cult is in the key of B. It's the, and then came the last days of May. So it just sort of gets me in the right headspace. And also, during the show, I'll do that, that sequence like... Like that during during the gig, so it's it you know and that's really the trickiest thing I do in that solo, so that sort of warms me up. But actually, uh, Buck told me something funny. He said he used to warm up really fast. When Buck warms up, he sort of just like grooves and jams, which is more important, I think. Mm-hmm. But he said um, he they were early on they were playing with Ten Years After, and Alvin Lee he saw him warming up backstage, and he was playing like you know. You know, like, like slow pentatonics and, and scale, major scales and stuff. And Don goes, man, this guy can't play fast at all. <laughs> this guy's going to suck. And then, of course, when he started playing, Alvin Lee is blazing. No, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Alvin Lee. He's blazing. So he said, oh, maybe there's something to it. Like, you know, not, you know, leaving it all in the locker room. So, yeah, that's, that's I, what I do. What do you do, Andy? I, I think it's just a, uh, a warm-up. So you got to just warm up your, your entire body. So uh, I actually do some like jumping jacks and I, I'll run or run in place. I've seen it. He, he, he does deep lunges. And then, uh, and then vocally, I just do some just loosen, loosen and warm up your the whole body. That's about it. Was, was, was it? I was, I, there was one gig. I was, I was like running around. <laughs> the, 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 we had a really big dressing room in like a casino and I was just like doing laps around it. I was just like <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> we did um, we, uh, we were my friend uh, our friend Chris Kuffner was telling me a story um, I think it was Manu Cachet the drummer right uh, and I, I could be I'm probably butchering the story forgive me but it's a very funny story um, he was playing with Sting and he sang a little bit and he sang great and I think it was him it could be someone else but the story still still makes sense and the guys in the band asked him hey how do you sing so well like what's your vocal warm up he goes I'll show you <clears throat> he closes his eyes goes in the corner and he goes ah <laughs> They lit up a cigarette and walked out of the room. There you go. Pretty good story. Anyway. Pretty good story. Okay, next question. Um, we did a killer rendition of Sister Christian. Why, thank you, uh, Stu Unger. Oh, Josh Haynes, my buddy. Josh Haynes, which Music Man guitar is your favorite and why? Uh, it's that one. It's a- <laughs> okay, next question. No, the, um... <laughs> it's that one because it's your first. No, it's this one because it's the easiest one to reach right now. Okay. Shit. <laughs> this is this is my favorite one. Uh, this is a 1996, I think, Van Halen. Look at that. There he is. That's a terrible shot. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> it's in um, trans black. Stinky mink. That's the question. That's the uh, color. This is no. It's in trans black. It used to be blacker. It, actually, look, if, when the light catches it, it's really nice. Yeah. If it were playing. But it looks like a mink coat. You know if it mean? were playing. Uh, this is my favorite one. This is the first guitar I ever got. Like, the first nice guitar, like, for, like, lead playing that I ever got. 
Um, also, the neck on this is crazy, and I want every other guitar to feel like this. This actually ruined me from a lot of other guitars. Like, this is probably the reason I don't have a Les Paul right now, because um, I like <laughs> this neck too much, and the Les Paul isn't this neck. But I kind of like this because it this gave me like a Fender style neck on a Gibson style like pickup configuration body sort of thing. Actually, like a Tele body, which I always like the Tele body with Gibson like style pickups and pickup switching. Um, and the fendery, like, you know, beat up feeling neck. And I like this sort of axis for the <laughs> things. And, um, yeah, Floyd. <clears throat> I never played a Floyd until this guitar. I kind of didn't want one, but when I played this one, I also like this because this is a blocked Floyd. It only goes down. Um, and it really helped with tuning. So yeah, this is my favorite guitar. Um, it's not the easiest guitar to play. I'll be honest, like I think the Steve Morse guitar I have is easier to play. Um, this one, because the neck is so thin, it has like a string skipping problem. A, a string, uh, yeah, this, they, they slide out the neck. Mm -hmm. So if you're not careful of that, you'll run into trouble. But I actually heard that um, Brian May, because uh, when I, I like Queen a lot, and when I was learning some of the Queen stuff, um, a lot of it is in odd positions. Like he, he won't go up. Um, he won't go all the way up the neck, so, you know, uh, and he did that just to compensate for string slippage. Ah, okay. Yeah, so like, you know, he'll, he'll shift positions just to avoid doing something where A he might fall A weird thing off. on his guitar. Right, exactly. This room back here, I can just throw okay. So yeah, that's, thank you, Josh. Josh is, uh, actually someone I met, uh, uh, he's a virtual friend, meaning he's not real. Um, no, he's a, he's, a, he's a friend I met online, and uh, he I met him because we're both um, guitar players who play in like classic rock, play music man guitars. He has a few nice ones, and we both build lightsabers. <laughs> and I and this is a really cool story. I have a lightsaber that I built. Um, it's a Mace Windu lightsaber that I gutted and I put a new soundboard in it and with some of these soundboards you could put your own sounds in and that's all I needed to hear so then what I did is I found a bunch of isolated Brian May tr uh, tracks guitar tracks and I made a uh, lightsaber sound they call them fonts but like a sound bank of all and all the swings are like you know all the clashes and swings are all Brian May sounds so he saw that and he actually took it a step further and, and one up me you bastard and he took he did um he did, you know, and Josh, you could, if they let you, you could post a link here in the description. Uh, he did a Luke Skywalker lightsaber, the, the Graflex, they call it, and he painted it the red, white, and black stripes like Eddie Van Halen, nice. and he put a Van Halen sound font ah. on it. So it's, a, it's actually, it's not a little cooler, it's much cooler than mine. <laughs> Very good job. So check him out. Um, okay. Joel Canonica wants to know, is this the modeling axe? Yes, it is. This is a Variax, Line 6 Variax. I've, I've gone over this on the show before, but I'll do it really quick just to show you. Here's an acoustic sound. Here's like a telly. Les Paul. I also have some wacky sounds here somewhere. Here we go. <laughs> there we go. So yeah, this this does a whole bunch of stuff. It does like you know alternate tunings and everything. I love this. I think I'm gonna be getting a new one soon because I don't like sunburst. I want black. 
And there's really no other reason. Okay. Um, can we write a song on the spot? Uh-oh. No. Okay. I mean, yes, but would you really want to see us I don't do think that? I you want to see that. <clears throat> okay, here we go. Uh, let's write a song on the spot. Um, That's a song yeah. of being stupid. That's a song we already wrote. We already wrote that. Yes, song. we probably could, um, but it wouldn't be very good. That's like, you know, can you freestyle rap? Right. Which okay. Andy's actually very good at. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Olaf from WPB Florida. Any shows scheduled for Down South? Very good question. Um, to find out the answer to that and more, go to blueoystercult.com. Okay. Let's see. Could you guys make your version of Kiss on My List available again? It really inspired me. And that's from Injured Old Tennis Player. Wonderful name, sir. Uh, or ma'am. And uh, <clears throat> what happened with that? It's still up there. It's, I think it's still up there. It's, you know what? It's not us that, um, that pulled it down. It's YouTube. I think... I, well, some publishers of you know, various songs are more adamant and uh, diligent about pulling down stuff. And I think our version was not made available in this country. Yeah. Um, some publishers will, uh, will add an, an ad in front of it. But some pull it down. My friends wonder why I call you all the time. What can I say? that for you so that should hold you up yeah do it again very nice yeah i'm sorry injured old tennis player um i it's still available on my version on my side of youtube uh but for whatever reason they're not making it available so i'll look at look at it again kevin runyon would like to know i lost his thing okay (laughs) i i don't know what he wants what he wants anymore uh where was it okay Ah, oh, okay, I skipped ahead, sorry. Um, Michelle K. Williams, Andy, you play so many instruments. Which one are you most comfortable with? If you had to learn a new song in a short amount of time, which instrument would you prefer? Mm. Oh, that's really interesting. Okay, so Kevin Runyon wants to know. <laughs> go. <laughs> um, that is a good question. I don't know, I never mm. really thought about it. Uh... I guess I'm, uh, I don't know. 
guess I'm most comfortable with the drums or keyboards or bass and guitar. I don't know. It, it depends on the song, I he guess. Just, he just has an overall excellence that us mere mortals <laughs> can never understand. So that's the answer to your question. To be a very nice question, by the way. He gave just a douche answer. So No. You know, I'm pretty comfortable uh, on drums and keyboard I didn't answer and bass it. and guitar, I guess. I didn't answer it like that. Uh, probably uh, <laughs> keyboards. Probably piano. I would probably uh, jump to the piano first. There you go. Is that so hard? That's so difficult. There you go. Okay. Kevin Runyon wants to know. <laughs> You've probably explained it a thousand times, but how did you get into BOC? I slept with Eric Bloom, and I'm, I don't regret it for a second. He's a very handsome man, and he's wise and gentle. Um, next question. No, the... Uh, <laughs> Frandy, I love having you here. <laughs> Frandy thinks I'm hysterical. Actually, as soon as we stop recording, she goes back to thinking I'm a, I'm a douchebag and, and, and not funny. Anyway, so um, how did I get into it? I actually... It was through our tour manager, Steve Lacerra. He was a sound... He was, he was and is the sound engineer of the band... Oh, is my? Should I not have that on? Oh, never mind. Um, he was and is the uh, sound engineer of the band, and he had to take off a few dates and didn't. And the band didn't realize it was short notice, and they couldn't get a sound guy. I was twenty years old, still in college, and I mixed. And, and he was a friend of your family, right? Friend of the. Family. So I subbed for Steve Lacerra, Woody, who was on the podcast before, by the way. I subbed for him, and then um, when Danny left in two thousand four, I filled in for him and they haven't fired me yet so that's the um <clears throat> this is still by the way i'm still in here temporarily in blue oyster cult they you know they just haven't replaced me yet so there there it is there's the, the answer to your question um uh, <clears throat> christian klasky wants to know richie that variax seems like a really useful tool uh do you ever use it live how does it work out for you yes i have used it live several times it's wonderful i really like it um I'm not going to say it's better than having like a Tele and a Strat and a Les Paul and an acoustic, but if you, if you A, want to have, if, you ha if you're doing a gig where you need to have all that stuff and you want to only bring one guitar, then it's the move. Um, I've used this several times. If you need just like a Les Paul and a Strat, it doesn't really make sense. Pit, it's great for pit things, yeah. like Broadway things. Uh, w when I played in the country band with Andy, um, and I had to go from like pedal steel to dobro and all that sort of thing, all that sort of stuff, and alternate tunings, it's really good. I mean, I sort of this is a good guitar, so I don't have that much pr trouble with it. I sort of missed playing my Music Man's or my Telly when I'm doing this, but for what this does, it's unbelievable. I'd say this is a great, you know, backup guitar. The only bummer about this is. Um, it needs a battery pack unless you're going Ethernet, which I am right now. I'm plugged Ethernet into my pod down the floor, and that's powering this. So you can technically use this wirelessly, but then the pod won't change the presets. Because ah. like I can hit a pedal on the pod, and that changes the presets. Like for example, I keep doing this stupid thing here, but um, what am I doing? Okay, so for example, here I have a jazz box. And then to change guitars, now I have an old Strat. So I didn't touch anything on the guitar. It's changing the guitar, um, and it might even change the tunings. Do 
Look at the stupid sound I made. <laughs> Hold on, I just, I just remember this. <laughs> look how dumb this it's is. A, it's an octave on the two. No, uh, yeah, I made these four strings. A jazz guitar. Right. And these two strings. A ba- an octave <laughs> with a bass. <laughs> Sounds completely stupid, but I, but yeah, yes, you can do it with this guitar. It's very good. <laughs> um, very useful tool. Thank you, Christian Kladsky. Hell yeah, Van Halen. Oh man, I'm behind already. Let's let's skip the forward. Rob Smythe wants to say went to see Suicide Squad. Good movie and thought your review was excellent. I think we're going to be doing more of those because um, Jarrett was telling me that those get a lot good ratings for us. Like we get lots of downloads on those. For whatever reason, I guess people want to hear a bunch of musicians talk about movies. But that's 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 the reason I did this show, so that's okay. Um, do I ever neti pot? To cl- do I sound so stuffed up right now? Because I, I am. Is this because you're married to Amory? Do I ever? Ne- David Muramoto wants to know. Do you ever neti pot to clear your sinuses? Welcome to the medical episode of Bangi. Um I. I don't. I should. Anne Marie does it like religiously because she's a singer and has to be open all the time. So she's a big fan of that. I don't because it's disgusting. <laughs> okay. Uh, wondering where Jarrett was. Um, we didn't let him out of his cage. Yeah, I'm just gonna say. I'm just gonna go there. <laughs> there you go. This is the answer to your question. Uh, uh, hi, Jarrett. Thanks for joining us. Everett Williams wants to know how many times has Andy filled in for BOC? He's pretty good. Um, I'd say about a dozen, right? O- over a dozen. Over a dozen. Um, I filled in twice on drums, uh, six or eight times your position, and then uh, yeah, like a dozen times or so on bass. Yeah, Andy's great, and he's it's always great when he fills in. And I in. filled in for Eric Bloom once. He did. He put on sunglasses <laughs> and a leather jacket. No one knew. <laughs> And, and, and he stood really far in the back just to work this perspective of how much taller he is than everybody. Okay, so... Yeah, but Andy and I are actually tied for most positions covered because he's covered um, Jules, Kasim, me, and Eric. And I've covered Eric, well, me, Kasim, and Donald. So, or Buck. So we're, we're tied. So... Um, if he learns to play lead guitar, or if I learn to play drums, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> okay. What's the coldest place y'all played in from Cassie Moo? The coldest place was that... <clears throat> I wasn't on that one. Was that in Ohio? You know, Buck would know, or Eric. I don't remember where it was, but I remember... It was some place you wouldn't... It wasn't like Aspen, because Aspen, they have like heaters on the stage, and, right. and even when you have to play outside, and you and you dress accordingly. Like, we had to play somewhere like Ohio, I think. In the summer, good shorts. No, it, like, it was in the winter, but we weren't expecting it to be outdoor or cold. So what we did was we had to go to Kmart, and we all bought like pajamas to wear under our clothes. And we were staying in like... We bought a, gloves. Gloves, and we cut the fingers off of them. And um, then we... The hotel we were staying at was so disgusting. It was like a like a roach motel, and uh, we slept in the pajamas that we played and left. Them. Yeah, and then left them in the room. Oh my god! And they walked away. 
Adam of England. Hello. Uh. So, so, I like Adam of England. I know, but we always do that. Hello. Sorry. The amount of multi instrument the amount of multi instrument members of Band Geek you have it would be great to see you all switch instruments mid song. Let's see how smooth you can keep it. This is a this is a gag we used to do when we were playing clubs. Um, at the our band would hit me with it, which was sort of the precursor to Band Geek. Um, we would we do like a sort of like a foxy foxy lady was that what it was or like a oh, jammy like jammy song, Hendrixy yeah. song and we and in the middle like the drums would go we'd switch. And the thing is, like, we thought it was so cool, but, like, by the time we were done, the place was empty. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I guess it's not that interesting but to that, watch. That would have been, that's easier to do. Down here, it might be tough. It's like, to hold on, it. let me unhook. And right. play, you know. It's pretty tight down here. We can, we, we can do it. We, we have done it. I think doing it right now, it would take, like, five minutes. To, <laughs> and, to, to, and all the mics and the camera would fall over while right, we're doing it. Right, I need exactly. a bigger house. I'm working on it. Um, so... Let's see. Okay. Hey, uh, hey from Mike and Dana in Baltimore. That's one knuckle buster. Hello, greetings. Uh, Grant Duval. Hey, I, why do I keep doing that? You, you went. You've you went, got. You've gone too far. You've gone too far. What do I keep doing? This looks awesome from here. Though. Does it? <laughs> Does it now? Oh, there it is. Grant Duval. Hey from Grant. What are your top three favorite Star Wars characters and the bottom three? All right, I'll let Andy go first. Um, I like Darth Vader <laughs> and Luke Skywalker. Why don't you give your nephews? <laughs> we should call my three-year-old nephew. He might be more. Um, I like Princess Leia. He's literally naming the first four characters on the screen. <laughs> oh, and R two D two. What are your least favorite? And uh, the Emperor. He's a bad guy. And, and Jar Jar Binks. And um, uh, I need one more. Okay, so that was it from Randy. <laughs> My favorite character is Obi Wan Kenobi. You know what's funny today? I was filling out a security form for like, uh, you know when you make a new account on a website and you have the security question mm -hmm. and it said like, what's your favorite character from a movie? And I wrote, I started writing Obi-Wan Kenobi and then I said, you know, someone's going to ask me this today on Band Geek, so I'm going to pick a different question. I swear to God that happened today. So, no, it's Obi-Wan Kenobi is my favorite. Um, I like, and if you had to make me pick between uh, Ewan McGregor and Alec Guinness, I would pick Ewan McGregor, even though Alec Guinness is awesome. Uh, I do ask you that. Probably, um, hmm. I like um, I liked Anakin Skywalker, so I'm, I'll go with Anakin Skywalker um, as my second. And my third is maybe Qui-Gon Jinn. Oh. I like Qui-Gon Jinn a you lot. You just like Jedis. I like Jedis, pretty much. Um, my least favorite character is General Hux from the new movie, mm. uh, Horrible. And even even though he's played by a Weasley, sorry, Brandy. You know, I didn't do it. Um, <clears throat> Captain Phasma is my second least favorite character. And my third least favorite character is probably Boba Fett because he doesn't do anything. I'm sorry. <gasps> oh he does absolutely nothing in those movies. He's terrible. Wow. But he's cool looking. He's the mob guy. You just alienated 
alienated 39% yep. of the he's, uh, Star Wars crossover audience. He's the I like Jar Jar. I think Jar Jar Binks does more in Star Wars than <laughs> Boba Fett. Oh my god! I think because because Jar Jar Binks actually um, he he motioned in the Senate to give emergency powers <laughs> to the Chancellor, and he basically ruined everything and and enabled the formation of the Empire. We have to have a whole episode about why people like Boba Fett so much. We should. I mean, I, I think he's cool looking. I, I like he's Jango like, Fett better. I see Jango Fett shoot a Jedi and kill now, him. So, But isn't he like the mob, like, hitman? He's like a soprano. He is. So that's why people like him? I don't know. Yeah, but if he talked like that, that would be funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's no good to me, dead. Put Captain Solo in the, in the trunk. Throw him in the trunk. Move the shovel and the lime out of the way, you know? <clears throat> oh, I gotta do it like this. Yo, yo. Put Captain Solo in the trunk. <laughs> this, this fucking guy. Oh. I, I see a YouTube video. <laughs> Actually, don't, those are, don't concern yourself with what's in the <laughs> in the trunk. It's not your problem. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that would be. You know what? I would like Boba Fett better if he had an an, an Italian accent, Italian American. Okay. You need Han Solo for twenty G's and a box of cannolis. <laughs> Leave the blaster. Take the cannoli. <laughs> we can go all day, folks. We um, One, two, three. Weston says, like jellyfish, have you ever wanted to stay home? Always. I never want to leave home. <laughs> Is that you? Did you just send that old question to yourself? <laughs> yes, I did. Andy Graziano. <laughs> message restricted. I just read it, and it says message, ret- oh, message retracted. I want to take my pants down or something. Okay. <laughs> Alex Arango. That's, I already said that. Oh, thank you for the donation, Alex. Um, let me scroll. E Conga, yes. Uh, Miles Barron. Hey, Miles. Uh, the direct TV program was nice. The extra post production details you added made a difference. It was a really great concert. Kind of wish there was an audience for you to play to. Um, there actually was an audience there for us to play to, but they weren't allowed to make noise. I think uh, there was like, what, 40 people watching that show? Yeah. There was like yeah. 40 people watching us, and they weren't allowed to clap or react. Um, I think that was um, the decision of the producer of that, and they wanted it to be like more like an in-the-studio sort of thing and not like a live gig, which is funny because while we were doing that, Cheap Trick was in the studio on the other side of the room, and they had a full crowd, and, right. and their set looked like a bar. Yeah, like a club yeah, gig. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there was yes. I and thank you for pointing out the the post production thing. Yeah, a couple touches I did like um, for example, in the middle of Tattoo Vampire, all like the sound effects. That's all me. The, ah! That's my voice screaming. So I I did the sound effects and also there were little things like in um, <clears throat> in ETI when Don plays his solo. <laughs> And because the whole song is me and him playing rhythm, but when he plays a solo, like the intensity went down. So I added this um, doubler effect oh, okay. and hard panned it left and right. So whenever he would play his solo and the song where I was, was just me backing him up, the stereo would get filled out again. But I saw a few people saying this, and I want to correct this right now. I did not mix it. I didn't get to mix it. Um, I would have liked to, but I don't have a surround sound rig down here. Uh, or else I would have tried to. But I, I did not mix the show. That was done by the um, very able and uh, competent DirecTV staff. I just uh, helped out in a few little touches like I just described. Good good pointing, out, pointing that out, Miles. Um, let's see. So, 
Okay, Lex to see. So how big of a woody did you get after watching the Rogue One trailer? Like this many. <laughs> okay. Um, you know what the problem with this is? Is I take too long answering questions and there's new stuff right. popping out. So I'm going to rapid fire stuff and, and go right, through these really, really quick. Let's job. do it. Okay, I'm going to rapid fire this. Um, no, I really like the Rogue One trailer. I'm very curious to see what they're doing. I'm happy that... Um, they have Darth Vader in it. I'm sort of bummed that it's not Hayden Christensen in the suit, but I guess it doesn't really matter because it's a guy in a suit. Um, Hayden Graziano, my favorite comment from a BOC video. Uh, there was a blonde guy filling in Nanny, but wow, was I pleasantly surprised. That kid can play. Then again, BOC doesn't use mediocre talent. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Josh Haynes. My buddy, dude, that's freaking awesome. One guy I know has the translucent purple. I actually had a translucent purple axis, but I sold it because I didn't like the way it played. But I, I, I originally wanted the uh, purple one. Um, here we go. I keep like... Yeah, you hit a button and it goes yeah. down too far. Oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Will there be Blu-rays of the DirecTV concert? This is a question that's above my pay grade. Um, what can I tell you? You without, have no idea, yeah, basically. Can, yeah, I have no idea. What can I tell you without getting yelled at? Um, I think there is a, a period of exclusivity for DirecTV because it's their thing. They produced it. and After that, I don't know. Uh, that's really the answer. But I know for now, DirecTV has exclusivity of that. Exclusive use of Yeah. Um, oh, Josh Haynes says if it wasn't for my stupid uh, video of my Brian May lightsaber, he wouldn't have built his lightsaber. Well, Josh, I'm glad that I got you into that, and I'm very sorry because I just dropped sixty dollars today on bullshit of like parts, like LED lenses and wires. This is like a really st stupid hobby that I have, but I I can't stop doing it. Um, okay. Let's see. Was there going to be... When is there going to be more jellyfish? Uh, wouldn't it be great to get Roger Joseph Manning Jr. on? Yes, it would be great. I don't know him, though. But <laughs> if you know him, please tell him. I My like my dream guests are obviously like Trevor Rabin. Trevor Rabin is the reason I made this show, because I, was hope, I hope to one day have him on. Um, and one, once we get him on, I'll probably stop doing the show, because <laughs> I will have reached the pinnacle of the mountain. Nice. But uh, the summit of the mountain. Uh, obviously, Paul McCartney, but that's never... I did the same. Right, right. I have nothing to point with. Uh, I, obviously, Paul McCartney, but that's never going to happen, so we'll just put that one back. Um, uh, and I would love to have you know Andy Sturmer or, or Roger Joseph Manning. That would be awesome. You know, any of those guys. Any of my heroes, basically. Um, I'm working on a few things that are very interesting, so stay tuned. Um, when are we going to do more jellyfish? I don't know. Both times we did jellyfish, it was really, really hard. Yeah. And it took us a long, long time. So, um, I don't really know. Um, can, can I do one now? Yeah, the acoustic. What's a good jellyfish song? Oh. You better catch me I gotta learn it. I gotta not sing it like a wuss too. Um, what's another jellyfish song? Uh, the, the acoustic one, the shuffle. Baby's coming back. Oh. I don't know the words. 
<laughs> you know what? We should do more jellyfish. I agree with that. So thank you very much for the uh, for the suggestion, Nate Stanley. Um, if you can't get the studio Agents of Fortune show on TV, will there be anything available in the future? Same question. Yeah, like I said, I don't know. Um, I don't think it's out of the question, but um, I don't know. I'm not sure. I think it was good, though. I was very happy with the way it came out, and I thought it was a cool thing to do. Um, Adam of England actually came out to see when see us when we were in England. Oh. Adam, really? Why didn't I say hello to you? Cause I'm a dick. <clears throat> sorry, no. I'm sorry. Next time I'll make a point. Grant Duval says Jar Jar is actually a Sith. I will believe that, <laughs> and I will. I, I second that motion. Oh, I see what's going on. You, what? get, you scroll down that far, and then that button hits. And ah, then it's, the it's more comments up. below. So maybe use the wheel. When are we going to do more Star Wars games? What Star Wars games did we play? Uh, from Dan DeWait. Dan, what are you talking about? <laughs> we'll wait. We'll wait. Um, Rick Allen loves me. I love you, Rick Allen. Um, you guys are the coolest. I love to be able to hang with BandGeek. Well, if you look at this corner here, if you put a big <laughs> enough tip in there, you can. <laughs> no. Not really. Yeah. Not no. really. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Angus Young or Billy Gibbons? Uh, that's a very tough question. Um, I'm gonna say Angus Young just because I love Angus Young. And no disrespect to Billy Gibbons, he's awesome, but I, I love Angus Young. Um, okay, Andy Graziano, f keeping it on topic as usual. Um, was Wonder Woman showing up in the fight in Batman vs Superman not the most badassiest mo moment in filmdom? Yes, it was. Yes. And especially with her seven. Notice it was in seven. Uh, a very Greek. Time signature for the Greek mythological hero show. That was so badass. I, I think I I think I yelped like <laughs> while I was watching that movie. Um, it's an E. Yeah. Oh. yeah, that was awesome. That actually was. <laughs> that was it. It's seven. I know. No. Uh, what do you think? I'm making it up. No, no, no. That was the, the part. Of course it was the part. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? The rest of the stuff he does is wrong? He's like, oh, that wasn't that normal horse shit you do. That was, that was actually correct. My friend here. Okay. Um. Can you comment on the one tune that was cut from the DirecTV show? Uh, no, I can't. We, I know... The I comment was... It was told on... Yeah, um, we weren't allowed to use it. For an um, unforeseen licensing. I will tell you this. It had nothing to do with the performance, because we did a really good version of that song on that 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 uh, particular day. It was We, we killed that song, so, so that, that's, that wasn't the issue. Okay, moving on. Sorry, Miles. Um, how was Albert getting along with the rest of the band? Any more, any more working together in, on the horizon? That's from Eric Jordan. I thought Albert was wonderful, and... Um, yeah, I don't. I don't want to say anything else. They got together great. They yeah. got along fine. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, it was very easy. To, very easy to get along with. Very musical guy, and and a lot of fun. Very and nice uh, guy. he he even took us out to dinner one night. He took me, Casim, and Jules out to dinner, which was very cool. So I I'm I'm an Albert fan. I like Albert a lot. Um, being part uh, L Franklin, being part of BOC for so long, what band would you like to tour with while you are still with BOC? Oh, so tour with two bands. Oh, what band would we like to like split a bill with? Like Deep Purple, right? 
Yeah, we love touring with Deep Purple. They have really good catering. <laughs> Basically, whatever band has the best catering, <laughs> I would like to tour with. Okay. Yeah. No, um, as a fan, um, uh, tr- uh, Anderson, Rabin, and Wakeman, so I can get Trevor Rabin on the podcast. There you go. There you go. And I have tickets to see them, and I don't want to pay for them. But I already did. Because I'm cheap. Uh... Since you like the Line 6 products, have you tried the Firehawk 1500 Stage Amp from David Muramoto? Uh, I haven't tried that. I am working on getting a Helix, but they're out of stock right now. But I'm working on getting one. Uh, so there we go. More cowbell. Thank you for that. <clears throat> from Ag- Agagnon. Uh, Pierre Fontaine. What a cool name. <laughs> Pierre Fontaine. Yeah. I'm looking for Pierre Fontaine. Uh, Carnival 9 tribute to Keith Emerson was awesome. Thanks for paying tribute to my musical hero. He's our musical hero, too. Um, yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Has the dawn ever seen your eyes? That's good. Okay. <laughs> That's actually the right instrument. I just don't know the guitar part. Uh, okay. Is this John Johnston here? Yes. Hello. Oh, Star Trek games. Oh, Dan DeWaite meant um, the Star Trek games with the Nerf guns. Oh, yes, Artemis. Artemis. We're. G- I don't. I don't think we've done one on the show. I will tell you a couple. I will tell you a few things coming up. We do have a big Artemis game coming up on um, early in, in early October, and I'm trying to get Eric down for it. So maybe we'll record something. It's just so hard to. Because we wire up my friend's studio, three rooms at the studio. There's so much stuff going on. It's hard to do that and film it and archive what's happening. But it would be awesome if we did. You know what I mean? And also, Andy and Brandy are away, so our two best players are gone. Oh, yeah, come on. Brandy's the best Artemis player there is. <laughs> no joke. I'm not, I'm dead serious. She's the best. Um, but I don't even know if I should be saying this, but I'm going to. Um, we're playing um, on Wednesday nights. My friends and I are going to be playing D and D again, <laughs> but it's like it's like a Star Wars D and D that we're playing, uh-huh. and we're going to be Twitch streaming it live. So check out my Twitch channel, and if you want to see us play our D and D game, Star Wars D and D live. Nerds. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really really nerdy. So I'm just warning you right now. Like we talk in accents and shit. It's bad. Um, <laughs> okay, what do we got here? Does Danny Miranda still play Song Remains the Same on repeat at his house? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Wait, am I? Do I have everything? No, no, no. You're That's it. There we go. All right. Um, clearly, I'm a prog rock fan, and yes, and all their permit- permutations are fantastic. I am. I'm a huge yes fan. I, I think you yeah. are, too. Um, I like... I love the classic yes, like the fragile lineup with uh, Wakeman and Bruford and Steve Howard. Thought that was great. Uh, but I also love the nine zero one two five lineup. You know what I mean? Like talks my favorite. I'm just spit all over the microphone. That's why we have these little things here when you spit. Uh, Talk is my favorite yes album, even though I love Close to the Edge right. and um, and Fragile and all that stuff. This thing keeps going out of tune on me because I keep doing this with it. 
Riveting television. Yes, Andy, play. Play a solo and sing. Harrison. Um, so, well, I have a 12 string. I don't need to. A man can see the moment senses to the tree. I know like one line of every yes song. I just, I just, jeez. It's, it's, you should hear this. It's very annoying. Uh, what are you? Bad. Oh no! What are you doing? Oh, it's not working. All right, I'm moving on. Oh, Please do more Iron Maiden. Apparently, this isn't working. Are you on arpeggiator or something? Just turn the keyboard on and off. More Iron Maiden. Um, Give me some beat, yo. Yeah. Mm. The next song we jump into, I promise, we'll look the lyrics up so I can sing it. Okay. Um, what? We met backstage at Skokie. Do you guys worry about music license fees during podcasts? Sorry for opening a, a can of worms. Hey, Chris. Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> Chris Can... Is it Chris Cangilla? Is that, is that what I'm saying it right? Um, do, well, it's funny. The first episode we ever did, we did the logical song. 
by Supertramp and that video got taken down and put my YouTube account in, under probation. So yes, I worry about it. <laughs> and that's why I opened up a second, that's why this is not on my personal YouTube page. Um, I worry about it, uh, but YouTube, they advertise on the videos and give the money to the publishers. Right. So I'm not doing... Or they'll take it down. Yeah, or they'll take it down. So really that's all I can do. And also YouTube, since we've started, has sort of softened up on that and we do revenue sharing. So we'll get a little bit and the publishers will get most of it. Um, I do worry about it. If they take it down, they take it down. I mean, look, there are so many cover songs. And now, in fact, YouTube has even added a thing where uh, you can check a box under the monetization. Like, is this a cover song? Like, if you're doing a cover song, you have to monetize the video under YouTube's rules because this way the publisher can claim it and get mm. money for it. So I worry about it. Um, but like, look, we're a cover band primarily. I would love to do original music, but I don't think people would give a shit if we did it every week. So, um, it is what it is, you know, that's, that's, I do worry, but we just, we have to continue. And if stuff gets pulled off YouTube, it gets pulled off YouTube. You can always listen on the podcast and the audio version, uh, audios like, you know, the wild west, <laughs> I mean, not audio, the uh, podcast, like the wild west, it's like unregulated right now. Um, okay. Got some more questions here. They go. What are you doing? <laughs> I could watch you guys read for hours. How about a future uh, live episode with everyone doing a script reading from a classic film, the classic film by Tommy Wiseau, The Room? You know, I actually had an idea like that once. Um, it was a terrible. I didn't do it because I realized it was a terrible idea. But um, I wanted to like take a Justice League uh, episode and print the script out and have everybody pick like a character and, and do, do that. I think I think Muff would be that. okay at doing it. I don't know about me. I think Muff and Amory would be able to do it well. Me, maybe. I mean, I do it with the Kung Fu movies. Well, but... just score and do sound effects. Mm. Did you ever see The Odd Couple when they do the, the radio broadcast? No. Uh, that's a funny episode. <laughs> How about a... Uh, a, a J, JSJ10320, what time of year is the best for touring for you? Uh, you have said in the past that you don't really care for the outdoor venues. If you had to pick a venue to play where? The best time of year for touring is the summer because of the weather. You know what I mean? And, and people are off from school. Uh, that's the best time. But for me, <coughs> I prefer like clubs. or like I, I like theaters, like a nice theater. It's nice to have a big stage. But there's something about like a tiny club where people are packed in and, and you're sweaty and you feel disgusting. Mm -hmm. there's, something, there's something magical about that. Yeah. We, and we play better at clubs. We just do. It's just, you know, um, Andy Graziano, didn't we do Siberian Katru at our CD release party? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Which I'm sure, if you go to Andy Graziano's YouTube channel, I'm sure he has every embarrassing moment <laughs> from our, uh, from our adolescence there for your viewing pleasure. Um, how about some Stephen, Steppenwolf? I gotta learn some. I'm not, I like Steppenwolf. I'm not, um, very versed in it. Uh, what is your favorite Yes guitar solo? I'll take Steve Howe's solo in Awaken. You mean... Oh, that's the Ancient. That's Fail. No, that's not. That's the Ancient. My favorite uh, solo is probably... Um,
There's three chords in this. That is a lot of chords. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's from um, Endless Dream of the Talk album. It's Trevor Raven. I love that solo. Uh, Andy Graziano says, good night, good night. Uh, how do you guys feel about Mopery, Revenge of the Nerds? I don't even know what that means. I'm sorry. Um, are you a fan of Black Sabbath? Have you ever be able, have you been able to see them on the end tour? Um, I like Black Sabbath a lot, but I actually preferred the Dio version of Black Sabbath, just to be difficult. Um, <laughs> and I did get to see that version. I saw Heaven and Hell before Dio passed away. Uh, that's my favorite version of Black Sabbath. I haven't seen this tour, um, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. A, I'm a fan. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trevor Rabin is Josh. Josh, if I ever come to your town, we're gonna hang out, <laughs> and we're just gonna just nerd out, nerd out, and be totally gay together. You're looking at that camera romantically. I really am. <laughs> he just said Trevor Rabin's one of his favorites. Josh, you're one of my favorites. Right back at you. Right back at you, brother. This guy likes lightsabers. Trevor Rabin, music man, guitars. That's right. Okay, um, JSJ, I actually got to see original podcast song. I don't know what that means. I don't know what you mean. Uh, uh, Richie, question for me, uh, from Michelle K. Williams. Um, is it the K so no one confuses you with the actress? Because I just, I'm just curious. Because there was an act, there's an actress, Michelle Williams. Oh, I know, yeah. She lived down the block. She did? Wow. So, Michelle K. Williams. I think I remember you once saying you might do something and release some of your original songs. Uh, any more thoughts on making them available? Purchase an EP, maybe? I have, like, a hard drive full of stuff. Uh, I really should do something. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do something. I don't think I'll do the CD route anymore, though. Cause no. Because we, no. we did CDs. Yeah. And they're a pain in the ass. And it's too expensive it's to print them. It's dead technology, and then you have like boxes of this stuff in your house that yeah. you can't get rid of. I think I'll do a download only, and I'll probably do like a mix it myself, master it myself. I heard that Sony is uh, discontinuing making parts for C compact disc audio audio players. Standalone. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Um, just DVD. Oh, Andy Graziano said I'm not technically proficient at video transfer. Luckily right. for me, Andy Graziano, who's been on Band Geek, um, his dad, may he rest in peace, was a was a avid archiver archiver of his son's life and has every horrible, embarrassing moment of early gigs from from us. It's terrible, but you know, one day I promise you, we'll do a mystery science theater show where we just play Andy's tapes and we watch that. We should totally do that. So yes, that will happen. Uh, NJ Flipper. Mike yeah. said, uh, said Dio Boo. <gasps> what? No, I think he means in comparison to Ozzy Black yes. Sabbath. Yes, I know. That's what he meant. I was just trying to start. Joking. Hey, Mike. You, how's it going? Saw you with BOC on the DirecTV channel. Bunch of old guys really rocked. Thank you. Uh, my favorite Rush song? Uh, I like, I'm lame. I like uh, Spirit of Radio. <laughs> I love Spirit of Radio. My, I like the hits. That's my favorite one. Um, does BOC uh, play Veteran of the Psychic Wars live currently? And if not, why not? Uh, it's really freaking hard to sing. That's why not. Um, we don't, um, but anything, anything can change. This is, you know, we've been doing a lot of di different things lately. You know, we did the, 
we, we dusted off a few Alan Lanier tunes. Why am I looking at you? I should look at the camera. We dusted <laughs> off a few Alan Lanier tunes. Um, we're doing the agents thing. So, you know, I think this is a good trend. I think it'll, you know, this, this thing we're doing, I think it'll keep going. Um, I just answered that. Yes. Um, well, that's where Your we point, are. You, that's where we are. That's <laughs> where so we are. Not Why not vinyl? Because that shit costs money. That's right. Oh, are we caught up? Yeah, we're caught up. <gasps> what? Oh, here we go. Um, oh, so Michelle K. Williams, because I know all the band geek listeners want to know, pretty much the, the true reason for adding the K was so my high school friends uh, who misspelled my name uh, with two L's could actually find me on Facebook. That makes a lot of sense. I don't care uh, Joking. You should get a guitar like Buck and have yours be provolone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna vote that the comment of the night. <laughs> That's good. That that actually have one. It's right there. There it is. <laughs> hey, that's a provolone. That's a provolone. Italian voice is back. Oh no, no. It's a nice provolone, you know? <laughs> um I stumbled across you guys on the Bumblefoot Beatles cover. Have you guys thought about doing more Beatles? I think about doing more Beatles every minute of every day. Uh, what Beatles would you like to hear? Um, get back to me on that. I have other questions to answer. I got, I got things to do here. Um, what? <laughs> Wait, John Johnston. I love when you, you cover all the parts of a song of the Beach Boys. I get around. What might be the next one? I can't tell you because I'm in the middle of learning it and I suck at it currently. <laughs> uh, like I was, I was thinking about doing it this week and I recorded a demo of me playing it and I was like, wow, this is terrible. I can't, I have, so I have to practice it more. But there is something in the works. I'm working on something. I just sort of picked something a little too ambitious and I can't, I'm not very good at it yet. So there is something coming. Um, what are yours and Andy's other hobbies besides music and Star Wars, etc.? <laughs> What else is there? Andy, go. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll field this. Andy, li Andy, Andy likes woodworking and, um, and um, scrapbooking. Civil War era reenactments. Antiquing. Long walks on the beach. What are your hobbies, Andy? Uh... <laughs> it's uh, better if I just make stuff up. I, I like movies. I watch a lot of movies, and um, you like cooking. I like cooking. I like to cook. Brandy, why don't you sit here, please? <laughs> um, Learn to play bass or something. <laughs> I tried. I won't cut my nails. I like. Um, yeah. You're the worst. <laughs> what do I spend my time doing? What do you spend your time doing? I don't know. Driving like back and forth to back Brooklyn. And forth everywhere. You like um, you like being fancy. He, that's an excellent answer uh, to that question. <laughs> and you know what? A Andy is so fancy. I heard he's teaching you how to be fancy. I'm learning. I'm learning. A Andy, a Andy has acquired a taste for the finer things in life, for sure. And and I think it's because we don't really have a red carpet first class travel experience with our job. I make it as close and as he, I man, can. And he really, he just ups it. Eric calls him the schemer. <laughs> because he schemes his way into just having things be nicer than they ought to be. Um, Andy, Andy's the guy, if you want to talk about getting the, finding the hidden upgrades, um, getting into the Delta Lounge, first class. Yeah, um, Andy, Andy just bought 
a Toomey bag. <laughs> this, thing, this thing, you gotta see this thing. It's beautiful. It looks like if you press a button, it turns into Batman's armor. <laughs> and and like it looks like Bruce Wayne just like carries this thing around and he's like, oh shit, there's crime going on. And he goes, he goes in, in an alley somewhere, he presses a button, he goes, <laughs> and, he, and he just steps into it and all the Batman armor goes on him. Oh, it's so nice. It rolls like a dream. I know. It's like a cloud. <laughs> it walks itself. Oh, Andy's fancy. That's his hobby. All right. I'm fancy, apparently. I play golf. He, yes, he does. He just plays um, golf fancy. because it's fancy. No. <laughs> it's totally fancy. I like uh, cigars. Fancy. 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 Uh, Caviar. Caviar. Champagne. Some fine wines. <laughs> so, a good... Sc- and a good scotch. I like a good scotch. You are fancy, my but I, friend. I'm not a big fan of the peaty scotches. I don't like too much Which peat in my scotch. It would, the like, peat. wood-ish. You know, the peat. It's like moss-ish. It's like yes. peat. You know, in Scotland, the peat. Yes. Ah, the peat. Eric <laughs> Bloom says, my hobby is Vaseline collecting. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, how do I ban people from this? I gotta, I'm getting trolled by Eric. <laughs> you are, you troll, you're my biggest troll. Hands down. Anyway, uh, my hobby is... Um, besides I, Star Wars. Besides Star Wars, it's, it's really Star Trek. <laughs> no, I, um, I, like, I like playing video games. I, I like gaming of, of, you know... Really, any kind. I like you know tabletop role playing games. I like uh, you know um, iPad games, console games, PC games. I just I like gaming. That's my my main hobby. Um, but I, you know I'm really getting into even though it's still Star Wars. I I like being handy and soldering stuff. And you know I I because I build these lightsabers now. That's my that's my main hobby. Um, someone asked uh, what do I prefer better, Star Trek or Star Wars? Uh, I'm sort of a 50-50 thing. Uh, I don't like the way either ha- franchise is headed right now. So if I, <laughs> I dislike them both equally right now. Okay. Um, oh, and did you talked about trading instruments at gigs. Andy, did you play two instruments once at Come Sail Away? On Come Sail Away? Yes. I did. Andy used to do that quite a bit. There was a, there was a period where we went from five pieces where Andy was a keyboard player to four pieces where Andy played drums and then he'd have a keyboard next to him. So like... That's it. I would have to play the intro and outro of... Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. But other songs, like he would, and he would constantly go back and forth. Yeah, Andy's amazing. Um, and with that country band we played with, Andy played guitar and keyboards. I'm, I'm very lucky to know this guy. And I'm lucky to know you. I just want to grab your crush for some reason. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's on camera now. That's good. Uh, Eric Jordan, have you learned the entire BOC catalog? Subhuman, Teen Archer? I know those two songs, but I don't know the entire catalog, no. Um, I don't know my entire catalog of songs that I've written. I don't know, I just, um, yeah, I think in my, like, stuff I can play right now is probably about 50 tunes, 60 tunes, maybe. I don't don't think the the original members know the entire catalog. That was was one of the things with the Agents of Fortune Mm -hmm. thing, is that, uh... You had to do uh, True Confessions, and that was a song that they never played live. Yeah, uh, for, the thing is, for stuff you record, and like, and especially like True Confessions, a song they never played live, they hadn't played it in forty years, so and they don't remember they what just they recorded. recorded it, right? And that was it, right? Um, I'm a huge fan of the Tony Martin Sabbath era. 
Uh, me too. I got to do a gig with Tony Martin in Russia. It was really awesome. He's a he's a very very cool guy and a great singer, paperback writer. Um, and we need one more singer to do that. Um, how long has Andy and Jimbo been techs for BOC and Woody too? Uh, Woody has been a tech since the '90s. He started as Chuck Berge's drum tech. That's how far back Woody uh, was working for the band. Andy about five six years. Five five years. Five years and Jimbo about what five months maybe four months. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Um, am I still happy? Joe King, am I still happy with the Roland kit? Thinking about getting it. I love it. I think Andy would prefer to have a real kit down here, but... For what it is, it's great. Yeah. I love this thing. I, I, I'm actually, just because I only have this, I'm actually better at playing this than a real drum set. I, I don't think I could ever play as good. On, just because yeah. it's the only thing I've ever really practiced on. So, yeah. No, it's good. It's good for an electronic kit, definitely. to say I think you've gone too far no okay, here we go. There we go ready or not rigs sorry you know what you guys might be responding to jokes we made five minutes ago I'm I'm sorry for uh, for being late on that um what's Andy's favorite Beatles song uh, <laughs> um uh I when I was a kid I had a uh, a record, and uh, I don't know which one it was. It might have been like a greatest hits or something. Uh, it had uh, uh, "I Want to Be Your Man" on it. Oh, that's a that, good one. That's a good one. I used to play it at like double speed. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was hilarious. Someone asked us to play <laughs> play the song "Saved by Play Saved by the Bell." I like that's something you would actually know. Like the theme song uh-huh. from the show? Isn't it? Oh, yeah, I can do this. Okay, someone requested the Save by the Bell theme song. Who requested that, by the way, so I can blame them? Uh... <laughs> One, two, three, Wesson. Okay. When I wake up in the morning and the lump is out of warning, I don't think I'll ever make it on time. By the time I grab my books and give myself a look, I'm at the corner. And the day I see the bus fly by. It's alright, cause I'm saved by the bell. If the teacher passed the test, I know I'm in a mess And my dog ate all my this homework the last laid night out. You want to interrupt me while I'm singing my song? Sorry, sorry it's the one he's singing right This time. is the worst lay- layout for uh, drums You can change it One, two, three, look This is the test, I know I'm in a mess And my dog ate all my homework last night Right alone, my chance, you won't know I'm there Head it in tomorrow, it'll be alright it's alright, cause I'm safe by the It's alright, cause I'm safe by the It's alright, cause I'm safe by the bell Of course the only song we play is that stupid theme song <laughs> Charles in Charge um. Charles in Charge And 
Playing catch with my dad, that's what Eric says, is my uh, my hobby. Yes, it is. Um, Andy, you guys you guys are just torturing yourself. You keep asking Andy questions. But okay, Andy, what's your drum gear? Uh, drum gear. Okay, uh, I'm a fan of uh, Zildjian. I have uh, a Customs. I have uh, a giant Z Custom Mega Bell ride. Um, and... <laughs> I have a Tama Royal Star drum kit that is from the late 70s, early 80s. So it has a very cool early 80s, late 70s sound. And uh, that's what I got. It's too cheap to buy a new drum set. (laughs) I have no need for it. It's vintage. If you could buy a new drum set, what would you buy? Uh, I'd probably buy a Tama Star Classic. Not a Yamaha Custom? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Yama, well, Yamaha started remaking the recording custom. Which it's whatever is Dave the, Weckl plays. That's what he wants. go-to drum set. Um, my favorite Pete, Beatles song is anything with Pete Best. <laughs> <laughs> do we play Comfortably Numb? Yes, we do play Comfortably Numb. Oh, you want us to play Comfortably Numb? I can, I can try it. Comfortably Numb lyrics. <clears throat> No, Comfortably Numb is one of those songs that no one does properly. Like, you have to be like a Pink Floyd band to do that well. You know what? I bet you my friend Josh Haynes in his Pink Floyd band does it really good. Because <laughs> I'm about to do, do it real bad. Where does Josh live? Josh lives in Tennessee. I think you live in Tennessee, right? Josh Top watched it like 20 minutes ago.
sudinam Okay, okay, Just a little pinprick There'll be no more But you may feel a little sick Can you stand up? got the reverb we have to do it again all right there we go <laughs> um okay like, like ryan lochte <laughs> who the hell is uh, yeah, it's, my, it's my swimmer's physique that's probably it. <laughs> it's a, every time they see your legs <laughs> is it good, does your hair look green in this light i want to hear you guys play the red dwarf theme song the 80s doctor who theme song Wait, oh. wait, wait. Is this is this is it Jarrett just logging as other people saying he wants us to play eighties theme songs? What's going on here? <laughs> um, okay, I think we're going to end it there. I want to thank everybody for joining our podcast. And remember if you want to donate to the show, it's right there. That little I button, you click that and you could donate. Also, if you're listening to this later on and you just want to give us some money. 
uh, I mean, make a, make a donation, uh, go to richiecastellano.com slash tip jar, one word, and that brings you to our normal PayPal thing. And you can just give us a donation and it helps us keep going and get new stuff. Or if you're too cheap to give us a donation, that's fine. You can go to our Amazon link. That's at riotcast.com slash bandgeek. There's an Amazon banner at the top of the page. Click that before, very important, before you do your Amazon shopping. And then a small percentage of your purchase goes to supporting our show, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. How easy is that? And we really appreciate that. And uh, you guys are beautiful. And we had about 50 people watching tonight. Nice. It's 48, but I'm going to call it 50 because it sounds better. Thank you. Um... Thank you very much for watching. Thanks, guys, for hanging out. We hope you had a good time. Uh, we have some interesting things coming up in the future, which I don't want to talk about because they're not confirmed yet. But uh, when they are, it'll be cool. And I want to thank my new best bud, Josh Haynes. We're gonna have a <laughs> we're gonna have a bro day soon, man. You know, Stop maybe. <laughs> you know what? Let's let's go to Star Wars Celebration together in Orlando in April. Let's room together. It'll be awesome. That's so, I'm so weird. This, this guy's a stranger. And I'm talking, like, we're, let's room together. Back to the Wonder Woman song. Uh. Okay, good. Thank you for listening to Band Geek. Thank you for uh, joining us. Um, and we'll uh, see you next time. Let us know if you like this. We'll do more of them. I think we're running out of people to do, do it with, though. Maybe next time I'll do it with Phil, and he'll just uh, answer everything like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> so, Phil, uh, you know, what's your favorite guitar to play? Eh, eh. I don't really play guitar anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what Phil would say. <laughs> Poor Phil. He's, getting abused. he's not even here. He's getting abused. Not even here. Okay, see you later, guys. <laughs>